Geek Counter Geek is up next. But first, check out this other great show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. On the next, back to you with me, Howard Sudbury, and my co-host, Steve Baskerville. We will talk about my overuse of social media and Steve's non-use of it. What's wrong with me? Ah, that's a whole nother show. Back to you with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. Back to you, an OPI show, only on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved a better place. Radiomisfits.com. Let's get started. They bought their tickets. They knew what they were getting into. I say, let them crash. This is Geek Counter Geek. Geeks! With Misty Callahan and Keith Conrad. Well, maybe it's one of those other shows, like Outer Limits. Confuse the Twilight Zone with the Outer Limits? Do you even know me? Can I just say off the bat, like, give myself a pat on the back here? I I think I may literally be the only person who's more busy during the COVID-19 shutdown. Cool. Well, I I accept that. You are kind of busy-ish, you know? Ish. (laughs) Well, let's put it this way. You know, we have like an unspoken agreement. It's not like written down on paper anywhere. That I do the cooking and you do like the dishwashing. And there have been a few days when the dishes haven't been done. I'm just saying. So you have to be like pretty busy because you are pretty good about putting the dishes in the dishwasher. Well, apparently I was up until recently. Hence the busyness. Right. So this is uh, this is Geek Counter Geek. You're Misty. I'm Keith. Mm-hmm. Um. Now, we do this thing called Pop Culture Blind Spot. Yes. Where, uh, where you and I take turns watching something that has been uh, all up in the pop culture zeitgeist, but mm-hmm. somehow, somewhere along the line, we missed it. Yes. Like, uh, recently, <clears throat> you watched RoboCop for the right. first time. Yeah. I watched Howard the Duck. That's a couple hours of my life I'll never get back. That's all right. Yeah, RoboCop wasn't that great, but, uh, you know, I, I can see why some people like it. Mm-hmm. Howard no, the Duck, not so much. That's no. why it was one of the biggest flops of all time. And then uh, I watched The Right Stuff, which was, it was okay. Yeah. A little long for my, my yeah, days. But. It's that it's that 20 uh, minute scene with the fan dancer that really kind of kind of. It's like, it. what is, I mean, I understand what they were trying to do artistically, <clears throat> di- directorially, I guess. Yeah, it's completely speaking. unnecessary, though. Yeah, I mean, but I was like, th- they could have still cut it down a little bit, I'm yeah. just saying. Anyway. On that, in that same vein, there. Uh, this time it is uh, it is my turn, mm-hmm. and I was trying to think of you know what are some things that uh, I haven't seen that that most people have, mm-hmm. and uh, one is the movie Logan, mm-hmm. the most recent uh, Wolverine movie. Yeah, I heard uh, it was that, kind of terrible. The the final one. See, mm-hmm. see, I heard from people who thought it was great. So uh, mixed reviews, then, apparently. Here's the thing: I, I do watch a lot of CinemaSin, so <laughs> well, that's true. You do. <laughs> So excuse me, my bad. Maybe maybe it was good, but my uh, uh, my CinemaSins watching has just tainted my opinion. So I thought uh, uh, Logan, a- and I I will say that uh, I've just like the the X Men movies, mm-hmm. all of them, yeah, up to this point, have just gotten a solid meh from me. Like a, they have been terrible for me. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't I, go so far as to say they've been terrible. They've just terrible. been 
I, you know, I've seen all of them once, uh-huh. other than Logan, obviously, because it's the most recent one. Uh-huh. Uh, I've seen all of them once, and then I never felt the need to, to see them ever again. Yeah, um, they're, they're terrible. Um, look, I'm coming from the uh, uh, a person who watched and loved the 90s cartoon. It was probably one of the right. better cartoons that were out there. And if they did something like that, you know, kind of built like a universe, an X Men universe, but it was just, it was so poorly done. I, I would like to see a, a X Men reboot that's actually done well. Okay, fair enough. Anyway, continue on. Uh, so Logan. either either Logan or Logan's Run. Ooh, I, I would already vote for Logan's Run. Uh, I you know that's I'm, me. Given the choice between the two of them, I'm kind of hoping that Logan's Run wins. Oh, okay, cool. Well, you know, clearly we're going to have to put up another poll so that the listening audience can decide what movie that it is you watch. So go over to at Geek Counter Geek on the Twitter machine and um, make your voice heard. And uh, so you're clearly rooting for Logan's Run. Yes. I'm kind of rooting for Logan's run. Why should it end up being Logan now? It's so fine. that this pretty much fine. means that it's going to end up being Logan. Probably. I, I don't think there's any way around it. Pretty much. So, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see what, uh, what the Twitterverse has in store for us. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely check out at Geek Counter Geek and let us know. Should Keith Conrad watch Logan or Logan's run? And we'll have an answer for you and... Uh, my thoughts on the movie. Mm-hmm. Well, have you seen Logan's Run? It's been eons. Okay. I remember seeing it so when I was we'll, really we'll, little. We'll both have thoughts on the movie, I, mm-hmm. I would assume. Yeah. Uh, next week on Geek Counter Geek. Yes. If you're tired of your old, nasty, dingy, dinky headphones, you know what? Headphones from Tweaked Audio, they have eight colors and styles that are available, mic'd and non mic versions. They're designed to sound great for music and talk. They have a noise-reducing design, like, you know, if you hear me snoring in the background when you're playing Apollo 13 movies or what have you, you know, it will reduce my snoring. And they have a lifetime warranty. That. So go to www.tweakedaudio.com and use discount code GCG at checkout for 33% off and free worldwide shipping and uh recently uh you had not seen uh star wars clone wars at all until Mm -hmm. until our relationship bloomed and then we moved in together yeah i i I was gonna say until the uh (laughs) until the covid19 shutdown but no we we started watching watching it before that But the COVID-19 shutdown just gave us ample opportunity to catch up to the current season and watch all of it. So, yeah. And I think we were probably there were probably about halfway through the through the new season when Mm -hmm. we finally caught up. Yeah. And and that was kind of rough because when I watched Clone Wars the first time, Mm -hmm. uh, I had binged watched it. I think it was it was right about the time that it uh, it unceremoniously ended Mm -hmm. or you know, it didn't really end, it just stopped. Mm-hmm. Um, I binged watched the whole thing and got through it and thought it was really good. Um, 
so I had never actually been in a position where I had to wait every week to see a new episode. Mm. And uh, I have to say that I thought that these the uh, the new season mm-hmm. uh, was very good. But we'll get to my review on on all that in a second. Mm-hmm. So, as somebody who is watching the whole thing from the beginning, what did yeah. you think of it? Actually, it, I really really enjoyed it. I think uh, the Clone Wars series is a masterclass on making secondary and tertiary characters. Um, not only memorable, but also makes the audience care about them. Like some mm-hmm. of the best episodes were just about the clones mm-hmm. and not even about like Skywalker or not about the Jedi or the like the lightsaber battles. It's just, you know, a group of these guys who all look the same. They're all clones. They're all made for war, but they're trying to figure out who they are, where they fit in. You know, how they can make themselves stand out. Like, I think one of my favorite episodes, I forget what it was called, but it was um, with the, like, the the 99. I think it was called 99. He was an older clone. He was rejected because he was, like, not... Yeah. Well, yeah, I I think they're... He was, like, the purest character in that show. Yeah, they were kind of, like, trying to portray him as older, but I think they're, like, all the same age because mm-hmm. they're they're clones and I, i'm sure there were new batches but mm-hmm. they're, they're all pretty close in age so i don't think mm-hmm. he was necessarily older i think he was just defective and it mm-hmm. made him seem Look old. Maybe, maybe it actually did make him age more so yeah. yeah maybe he was older but but yeah he was like the purest thing um anyway but all of that to say um it was a fantastic series um, the ending of it, the only complaint I would have is that I wanted more of the friendship between Rex and Ashoka in that last episode. Um, but it was still fantastic. I just, I don't know. I wanted it to be longer. I guess that's what I'm saying. I want more. Um, but yeah, I, it was a fantastic, fantastic series. Well, and you haven't seen Star Wars Rebels yet, so no. really, there actually is more. There, there is more between Rex. But wait, Rex there and, is more. There's more between Rex and Ahsoka, yeah. so you actually, actually do kind of get that. Mm-hmm. And did you know actually that actually. Um, after uh, we meet old Rex, mm-hmm. uh, somebody noticed that there's somebody that looks like him in uh, Return of the Jedi at the Battle of Endor. So then the the people at Lucasfilm and, and Disney, they're like, you know what? Yeah, screw it. That is him. <laughs> so they've decided that, that that's uh, him. And uh, I'll, I'll show you the uh, the picture. Oh, okay. There's actually a, a picture of, of Rex. Okay, apparently. well, that's actually a cool little nugget. Yeah, because really, basically, there was just an old guy with a white beard. Mm-hmm. And so they just decided, yeah, yeah, sure, that's him. <laughs> Well, again, like I said, I absolutely love the series. I think it's uh, the the storytelling and how they go into the uh, the politics of it. Even though, like some of the, like in the movies, in the in the prequels, um, the Senate scenes were some of the most snoozeworthy. I guess at time to- at times, at times, I don't want to go whole hog here. Um, but in the series, they made it like really make sense. Um, yeah, the the one issue that I had with it in the original run and it continued mm-hmm. in this one is Anakin Skywalker is just not the same character that he is in the movies. No, he's actually like you. I, I actually like him in the series. Like if the series Anakin was shown in any capacity to be in the movies then I think I would have liked him a little bit more. He, he's more conflicted in the series. Like he's mm-hmm. basically his thing in the series. It really came off that he, 
goes to the dark side because he loves his family and his friends so much. So he wants to do anything to protect them. And he'll do whatever it takes to protect them. But in the movies, it's more like, yeah, he has this weird kind of creepy stalker attachment to Amidala. And he's really whiny. And then he murdered a lot of people after his mother, you know, got killed. Yeah, they just don't seem like the same character. And I have a hard time seeing the the Anakin in the in the series. Mm -hmm. Actually, you know. I mean, you could probably come up with a story where he does turn to the dark side for yeah. whatever reason. It's just the the situation that he does in the movie just doesn't make any sense. No, no. Like, like one minute he's he's trying to destroy the Sith, the next he's like, yeah, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll go ahead and join. It's. Uh, I guess at that point we'll start rehashing like all the the bad things about the prequel series. Uh, Which there were many. The prequel movies. um, And there were many. But to me, it's just like he came off more whiny in the movies. And in the series, it was more like he he was a real person, I guess. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Not immature. He wasn't immature. He's battle-hardened, you know, and yeah. And I, sure. I believe that Anakin is, is Darth Vader more than I believe the whiny one is Darth, Darth Vader. I'm not sure if if I've ever seen anything in canon that actually says how long the Clone Wars were. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the what stretch of time is, you know, between the beginning of the Clone War and Clone War and the end. Uh-huh. Uh, but it doesn't seem like it can be that much time, especially for him to be, you know, like, he's 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 whiny in Attack of the Clones, mm-hmm. and he's whiny in Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. What was it, like, a month? Well, it, <laughs> it was Revenge of happening? the Sith when he was just like, you know, he, he was like, oh, Obi-Wan doesn't let me do anything. <laughs> oh, no, that, that, was, uh, that was Attack of the Clones. Oh, yeah. no, no, but wasn't it, like, in Revenge of the Sith 2? Uh, I don't think so. He's jealous of my power. Whatever yeah, one. No, that, that was Attack of the Clones. Okay. Yeah. Well, whatever. He was whiny. <laughs> That's what he all was. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, so all that to say, um, the Clone Wars series, fantastic. So we're definitely going to have to binge watch uh, Star Wars Rebels pretty right. soon. Although I will say that, you know, I've, I would imagine you and I are probably binged watched out of things for at least a... A few days, maybe a week or two, because uh, we just binged watched uh, most of Battlestar Galactica. Uh, we had started watching it previously, but we really actually went after it uh, recently in the in the past couple of weeks. Thanks quarantine. Thanks quarantine, and uh, we're going to record a, a special thing uh, just for uh, the people on uh, who are supporting us on Patreon at Patreon.com/slash/GeekCounterGeek. Where you can uh, you can hear in depth Misty's reaction to Battlestar mm-hmm. Galactica. I have thoughts, y'all. You, you, I have thoughts. Like, although you you reacted better to the finale than I was expecting. Well, I'm 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 still processing. Anyway, but the see the thing is, I'll I'll give you a little you know preview for people who are not patrons. But if you're not a patron, go ahead and be one. Um, I started a hashtag 
uh, when I was binge watching. I called it Horrible People in Space. And I hadn't thought of it, uh, you know, the first, I, I think I've, I've watched it all the way through twice before mm-hmm. now, so now three times. Uh-huh. And um, uh, yeah, I hadn't thought about it much. Like, I'm just thinking, mm-hmm. as I was watching it the first couple times, it's, oh, this is just an interesting story. Yeah. Uh, but when you actually like look at the characters, they're all awful people doing awful things. Yeah. I mean, it, and like, I guess this goes into a little bit of my review, but the story in itself is good. Okay. Mm-hmm. The overarching story is good, but the characters, I guess, are played in such a way that it's hard to root for them because they're such horrible people. Yeah. You look at like a. You would normally expect like everybody has sort of their moment to shine in a, uh-huh. in a series. Yeah, in Battlestar Galactica, that, that, everybody has their moment where they do something that's just so bad that you're like, "Okay, you're an awful person." Basically, yeah, and some of them do it repeatedly, and, and repeatedly some more. And and Starbucks does everyone. Yeah, yeah, a yeah. little bit. Yeah. So go on to uh, patreon.com <laughs> and we'll give you the full review counter geek and you can get uh, Misty's full review of Battlestar Galactica. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the final third of the uh, podcast, mm-hmm. uh, we we focus on the projects that you and I are embarking on. Yes. Uh, you you're launching a uh, an indie comic. Yes. Called uh, Regeneratorum, common spelling. Regeneratorum, it's Latin for the reborn, and it's named after Project Regeneratorum that is in the comic itself. So, Um, so as far as that is concerned, um, I finished scripting my 12-page comic. I am now in the process of doing the thumbnails for it. Um, So that's fun. And uh, I did a quick little illustration for Mother's Day. Um, So, yeah. Yeah, that's really good. You can see it on uh, at Misty A. Callahan on Twitter or uh, at, at Regeneratorum mm-hmm. on uh, on uh, Instagram. Yeah, or the Gram. The Gram. The now, uh, I in uh, in the past few weeks, getting back to the theme of Keith's been really busy. Yes. Uh, my uh, my great American novel is up for presale. Woohoo! I'm so proud of you. I uh, so, so far I've already got enough that uh, from the royalties I could actually buy a copy of the book. Nice. So I'm, I'm feeling feeling pretty good about that. <laughs> Listen, this that's what I said. I was like, you know what, honey, if you you make your book and you publish it and nobody buys it, well then you know. But you publish it and then maybe people will buy it. Maybe. Maybe. So definitely, if you like sci-fi stuff, you know, check out Keith's book and then let us know what you think about it. You know, at Geek Counter Geek or uh, hit up Keith directly at Keith R. Conrad. And the story is, uh, well, I always point to the movie The Final Countdown, which Mm -hmm. came out in 1980 Mm -hmm. before the song of the same name. I was really, really disappointed that that song was not used in the movie. Even though it came out after the movie, they should go back and digitally put it in. And what's funny is, uh, so I had sent a a copy, uh, a digital copy to uh, my friend at uh, WLS, John Howell, mm-hmm. who's the afternoon host there. Yes. And uh, I gave it to him to, to read ahead of time because I've been uh, talking about this for years and it's mm-hmm. finally happening. So... Uh, 
uh, and, and he mentioned it on his show, talking about how great it was. And he he throws out, oh, you know, it's about time travel and an aircraft carrier in Pearl Harbor. And he got like this flood of text messages saying, hey, that was already a Kirk Douglas movie. <laughs> but this time you made it a little different, though. Uh, I did. I, I, I say that it's exactly like the final countdown, except about 98% different. Yes. Because there's the aircraft carrier. Mm-hmm. There's time travel. Mm-hmm. And there's Pearl Harbor, and other than that, everything in the story is different. Nice. So, you can go to uh, EckhartsPress.com and uh, and pre-order the uh, the book, mm-hmm. and it will actually be uh, shipping on June first, assuming society does not collapse between now and then. Which actually, I mean, it's not impossible that that could happen. But as far as we know. It's going to be. As we know, the first. murder hornets have not, you know, brought their full forces in. Uh, it's not the murder hornets you have to worry about. It's the manslaughter scorpions. Ah, okay. Now we know. Yeah, there. That that's going to be a problem. <laughs> well, I'm proud of you. Well, so. thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. So I I hope a few people will actually think about buying the buying the book and and helping me make my dreams come true. You and then made my dreams come true. And, and then when uh, when they're done doing that, they can uh, they can buy your comic book and make your dreams come true. Nice. I'll set up a Patreon and everything shortly. And uh, don't forget to go to uh, twitter.com slash geek and vote to decide which movie uh, I'm going to watch for the first time before next week's episode, either Logan or, or Logan's, Logan's Run. The proceeding was a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Find our other great shows on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and at RadioMisfits.com. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Gabatron?